Hi, this is Amber and welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a Reiki master teacher and a shamanic practitioner. I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. And this work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose work and sacred union sessions. The website again is sacredspacehealing.org. So before we go into the heart of the podcast, just to say a big hello and a big thank you to everyone who listens in. And also for all your lovely messages of support, both on social media and via email. Uh, In these incredibly (laughs) strange, taxing times, I hope this podcast finds you well and safe and in a good space, really. Um, Thank you to everyone who emails in asking how you can support the work. You can go to the website sacredspacehealing.org. You can click on the home button, there's a drop-down menu, and you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to at this time. Everything goes back into creating free content. As a lot of you know, I am self-employed and I'm a small business, an entrepreneur, and we've been the worst hit, really, here in the UK. Um, I think everyone's feeling it. Um, And as I've said before, I think entrepreneurs and small businesses are vital at this time because we're not part of the conglomerate and we're offering something different. And I think part of the danger of what's happening right now is this eradication of individuality. So really, always really happy, always gratefully receive all of your donations because it just goes back into creating free content. And sometimes people wonder about that, but I just, you know, not to dwell on it too long, but it takes time to record a podcast. I don't have anyone doing it for me. I'm not in a studio. I keep all my overheads down, but I also keep it real. So, you know, you record it, you upload it. It takes time, you know, you dedicate a lot of your energy and it's all for free. So, um... That's why I'm so grateful for your your responses because I it's it's really nice to be acknowledged that what I'm doing is I'm not asking for money. I know I've just said if you want to donate, but I'm not. I'm not asking for money. You know, um, at some point there might be a subscriber only uh, option, and that would just be just be for those of you that are really dedicated to this work. You know, every now and then you attract a little bit of detritus those that seek to pull you down or judge what you do and um, it's just to kind of get them they can crawl back under their rock you know I think we've got a lot of them right now crawling out from their rocks so it would just be to kind of um, deter them and one of the other things I found about the podcast is sometimes people listen to all this free content and they're busy trying to copy it and they're busy trying to you know like sneakily in the shadows observe what you're doing you know, like, I often think of social media and the internet as you just don't know, do you? You don't know who's, like, hiding behind a rock, hiding behind a tree, just observing everything that you do because they've got some agenda or they, you know, they're a little bit lost in their lives. So um, the subscriber option would be for those of you that are really on the path and all the tricksters can go back under their rock. But as ever... Thank you for all your support and thank you for all your donations because they're all really gratefully received. Okay, so today's podcast is um, looking at our almost addictive desire to be in a relationship. The number one thing (laughs) that people often come to healing for is wanting to be in a relationship or to mend a relationship. So it'll either be I met someone, I think they're my twin flame. I need healing help. 
or at some point in our sessions it will be about wanting to be in a relationship. There's nothing wrong with these things. I think it's a basic human need to want connection, to crave connection, to crave union. And I think that's why what's happening right now is so sinister um, and so dangerous. Because we are being separated from connection. We can't see each other's faces, we can't have contact, we're told that we can't have sex. <laughs> I've just seen a thing online about the rules around having sex with someone who isn't from your household. I mean, not that I've ever advocated sleeping around, but this is, it's quite something. I don't know if these rules are real or if they've been, you know, they're fake, but they were hysterical. Uh, <laughs> they were hysterical. So, I mean, we are so being isolated, self-isolation. You know, we are being isolated from human contact, and that's why I think it's so dangerous, because it's not healthy for us. It's not healthy for our sense of self. It's not healthy for our growth. And I think the way to survive these times is to have a really strong connection to spirit, a really strong spiritual practice, and the mindset of a warrior, because otherwise it's it's tough. And, um, you know, some people are better than others at that mindset. I often find that only children are really good at that, because they, they were alone their, most of their childhood, you know? Like, only kids just learn to be all right with their own company. And they don't sort of crave company, they're kind of okay. Um, hanging out with themselves and uh, I think we have to be okay hanging out with ourselves you know or with our small group within our families and so forth um, but we do have this innate longing to be in relationship and I just want to look at that when it starts to edge into obsession so one of the things that I notice is that you know it becomes this obsessive thing if I'm not in a relationship, I'm incomplete somehow, or I have to be in a relationship because I'll only be happy if I'm in a relationship. The only good thing in my life is, is this relationship, or my life will be better when I'm in a relationship. And it's always got me wondering, you know, what is it that we think is going to be so wonderful about being with another person when we can't even be with ourselves? Like, what are we running away from? Because if we were really genuinely content with being with ourselves, we wouldn't have this obsessive craving to be with someone. I know that sometimes it comes out of, you know, for women, this desire to start a family and to have children, and that's totally understandable. That's your body clock ticking, like, you have no control over that, that's your hormones. And men have a certain thing too, like, a lot of men have that hormonal thing that they just want to start a family. So I know that there's some of that, but, you know, in a lot of people it isn't that, it's this kind of innate loneliness that they're not comfortable with. And actually, what they're seeking is a deeper connection with themselves and God's spirit universe. But they project that onto wanting a connection with another human being. And I've said before that the three most important relationships in our life are with ourselves, with spirit, and with another, in that order. And whether that, you know, whether that, that information is old or it's a form of programming, I don't know. But I actually, having lived it, you know, having embodied it as a kind of rule, I think it's true. I think that, you know, I've had times in my life where I've placed relationship above all else and that's not been healthy. And I've had times in my life where I've placed my relationship with spirit above all else and that's not been healthy. And actually the healthiest place to be is when you place your relationship with yourself above all else. Because that's when everything else starts to fall into place. That's when you make different decisions. You have better boundaries. You choose to associate with different types of people. You make different decisions because you're not following you know, oh, my guides told me, I had a dream, you know, 
an acorn crossed my path, I just saw these numbers, which is all about handing our power over to spirit, this unseen force, you know, so therefore your relationship with this unseen force is more important than your own. Um, you know, you're not doing that, and you're not basing your decisions on someone else, oh, I have to do this because of my boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, wife, husband, whatever, you know, oh, I have to go here, I have to do that, you don't have to do anything unless you want to, and I think once your relationship is established very firmly with yourself, you will make different decisions. You will have better boundaries. You will call to you people who honour you because you honour you. And yes, I think what we are craving is a deeper connection with ourselves and a deeper connection with God's spirit universe. And we're yearning for that connection and we think that the easiest and quickest way to get it is through relationship with another. And we'll have it. We'll have it in the honeymoon stage. We'll have it when we can't get enough of the other person and they're like a drug to us and then it becomes an addiction then it becomes a if I don't have them in my life I won't be able to survive and that's because we're putting all of our hopes and dreams all of our power all of our projections onto another being and that being is inevitably going to let us down at some time at some point that being will they'll disappoint us they'll leave us in some way the relationship will either end or they will pass away or something will happen like at some point they're not going to stay with us forever are they at some point they will leave us, and at some point we will be left bereft and seeking that connection again. So why put everything onto another being when you could already be feeling that state of completion and that wholeness within without desperately seeking? That's not to say that we don't go into relationship and we don't enjoy it, but that what are our reasons behind it? And so often with people who have this obsessive, this almost addictive need to be in relationship, what I observe is that they're just lonely, as in they're not happy with themselves. And loneliness, I think, is, I'm not going to say it doesn't exist, because it does exist, and I think our society these days is more and more set up to isolate us and to keep us feeling lonely. But you can be in a crowd and feel lonely, you can be in a party and feel lonely. And loneliness is a state of being, and it Sometimes it's about how connected we are to ourselves, how rich our lives feel. Sometimes it's about how comfortable we feel about the environments we're in or the people that we have around us. But sometimes it's just a state of being. You know, sometimes it's, um, it's like we were born with that sense of loneliness because this planet doesn't feel like home. And I think on a soul level, that can be very true for many souls. It's like an existential crisis. But we don't, we don't overcome this existential crisis by you know, seeking salvation in another, we we go deeper within ourselves, we deepen our connection to a spiritual practice, and when we do that, we suddenly find all of the love, all of the power, all of the beauty, all of the connection that we were seeking is actually there the whole time, and that we can have that with anyone. Like, you can have communion, you can have connection with anyone, it doesn't just have to be that amazing relationship, meaning you can have it with the person that, you know, um, makes you, you know, is your barista in a local coffee shop, or you can have it with uh, your neighbour, or you can have it with the person who's standing in the queue next to you at the supermarket. Like, you can have that connection, because everyone is our beloved, if we open our hearts enough and are able to have that connection. But when we're constantly seeking, we're like, where are they, where are they, where, where is it, where is my twin flame, where is my soulmate? You know, we're constantly looking, and we're just missing out on life. I think we've been fed this. Like, I really think it is a very deep programme that there's something wrong with being by yourself. You know, we're fed this, right? We're fed that there's something wrong with you if you're single. Women are called spinsters, but men are called bachelors. Men are kind of sexy because they're like sexy bachelors. And women are like these 
you know, the spinster is such a horrible word, isn't it? Like a single woman. She's obviously just sitting at home, all kind of covered in dust, surrounded by cats, just eating cat food. You know, that, that's kind of the image that we're given. And, and the reason, one of the reasons why we're given that is because women are more likely to spend on things to help them not be single, right? They're more likely to spend on makeup and clothes and courses and healers and all of this kind of stuff so they don't have to be single anymore. And because men are now getting more and more susceptible to it, we see that, you know, it's also being perpetuated for men, but not quite in the same way yet, you know. So that's a kind of really deep programming that we've had, that there's something wrong with you if you don't have a partner. But isn't it better to have a partner when you're, you know, when you when you feel good about yourself? Isn't it better to have a partner where the both of you are equals and where you both bring something really beautiful and powerful and connected to the relationship? Isn't that better than being in a relationship just because you don't want to be alone? A lot of people are in relationships because they don't want to be alone. A lot of people are in relationships because they feel lonely or they feel like they can't get through life on their own or it's just easier having a partner. There'll be someone to pay the bills and there'll be someone to kind of come home to. But, I mean, if you want that, then get a pet. You know, like, why would you choose to step into a relationship with another human being based on loneliness? That's something that comes from a lack of connection within. Because I honestly believe, I honestly know from past experiences that when you are deeply connected to spirit you never feel alone you never feel fear and you never feel alone and so usually our indications that we are disconnected from spirit is that we feel fear or we feel alone that shows a disconnection the minute we plug back in those feelings melt and we realize that we're never alone and we realize that there's nothing to be afraid of if you've got spirit by your side and if you're in your power so i think some of this desire this sort of addiction to be in relationship is fed to us. Absolutely, it's fed to us. You know, it's fed to us in films. It's fed to us in, in literature. I mean, it's fed to us from the moment that we can read. All the fairy stories that we read, and they lived happily ever after. You know, the princess who was waiting to meet her prince, she doesn't go off and decide to set up her own, I don't know, her own restaurant or her own bookshop or whatever like he doesn't go off and decide to travel the world and they just do their own thing I mean can you imagine if we'd been brought up on books like that and they and they came together and they went yeah do you know what there's just some things I want to do in my life first and she went off and became a scientist and he went off and became an artist <laughs> I mean, we, do, we were never sold stories like that they always ended up happily ever after and so from a very young age we have been programmed to believe that happily ever after means being in union with someone and yes, on many levels, I think it does, you know, I think it does feel like that. But that's not the only story. Like, there are many other stories that, that we could have been fed that, that would give us more ease in our lives and take the pressure off. So my invitation to you would be to start to define your own story. I think so many people are programmed by society. By this age, I should have been married. By this age, I should have done this. Well, who tells you that? You can do whatever you want at whatever age, really, you know, the, the good stuff, um, the legal stuff. You can, you can align with, with whatever feels good for you. If you want to be in a relationship for the right reasons, then wonderful. But if you're just obsessively seeking a relationship, I've got to have a relationship, because there's something missing in your life, then even when you're in the relationship, you're still not going to feel fulfilled. You're still going to be looking around. You'll get bored. People often cheat they have affairs, all the relationship just ends, or people end up staying in relationships because of fear of being alone, 
And then suddenly, 20 years down the line, they've got a house, a mortgage, and kids. But they're not happy. And they're living this kind of half-life. And I don't know about you, but that's not particularly the kind of life I want to live. You know, if we only have this one life on planet Earth, why would we want to live it lying to ourselves and lying to other people? Would we not want to have the richest experience possible, however that manifests? So my invitation to you is to really drop into what is it that you're seeking? Is it really a relationship or are you seeking connection? Because if you're seeking connection, you can have that at any point with anyone at any time. You can connect from a heart place. You can connect truthfully. What is it about relationship that is so important to you? Is it that you don't want to be alone? Is it that you're scared of being alone? Is it that you're finding life difficult? You know, sometimes I have female friends who are single and they say, oh, it'd be so good to have a partner because, you know, they'd have someone to share the bills with and if, if something broke down at home, they'd have someone who could help them repair it. And that's absolutely true, like, for sure. Um, of course, you know, two people are better than one in terms of handling the immense difficulties of this world. Absolutely, it's great to have an ally by your side and feel like you can get through anything. Of course, of course it is. I am not denying that, but I think that our obsessive craving for it is not helping us. It's keeping us disempowered and it's and we're projecting all of our desires onto another human being and that's never healthy. So drop down into you know what it what it is that you're really seeking and can you give that to yourself in other ways? Can you give yourself deeper connection to spirit and and deeper connection to yourself? Can you make your life so rich and so full? that a partner would just be the icing on the cake. And I don't just mean just, as in they won't be important, but that they will be the icing on the cake. They won't be the whole cake. <laughs> you know, they should never be the whole cake. Because tomorrow if that cake leaves, you're going to feel hungry and completely devastated. But if the icing went, you'd still have the cake and you'd still be fulfilled. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace, abundance and unity. Until the next time.